following is a production of Word Alive Creative Arts. Welcome to the podcast of Word Alive International Outreach in Oxford, Alabama, an apostolic center for transformation and freedom. We pray today that you will be blessed and strengthened by this powerful message. I didn't want to have anything to do with church people because I was hurt. I was mad. And I wasn't mad at y'all. I was mad at myself because I poured into the thought process that had me lost and confused. And I was broken and I didn't know what to do. And so I would come in every Sunday and I would slide in and we would come up the stairs and we would go to the balcony. And I would sit as far as I could in the back of the balcony. Because all I wanted to do was worship. Now, for years, it had been about me, God, and everybody else. Now, at this point in my life, it was about me and God and no one else. It was about me and God and no one else. Because I had turned into this person that I, I didn't know that I was because for a long time, I carried around a whole bunch of bags, emotional bags. Everything that, I ha- that happened to me, people told me it was my cross. It was my cross. And so you don't give your cross to Jesus. You're just supposed to take it up and bear it daily. And so everything that happened to me, it was my cross. So I I carried around all these bags. Have you ever carried around any emotional bags? Things you thought that that this is what it's supposed to be. This is how I'm supposed to be. This is what I'm supposed to carry because this is what everybody said that I did was supposed to do. So I had all this stuff inside of me. Man, if I begin to tell you the stuff that I had inside my bag. I had sexual assault inside my bag. I had rejection and abandonment inside my bag. And I'm a Christian. I got the feeling of not being enough inside my bag. I got the fear of failure inside my bag. I got validation and approval from outside sources, and if I didn't get it, it was inside my bag. What do I need to do to receive the approval? It was inside my bag, and every Sunday morning, I would carry this bag because guess what? I had been taught that it was my cross. I was told that it was my cross and that I had to bear. But when I got into the scripture, there's a scripture, and man, I'm going to talk about freedom, and my message today is about bags, um, bags and masks. And there's a scripture in Psalms 119 and 45. But see, this is where I got freedom at. Psalms 119 and 45 says, And I will walk at liberty, for I seek your precepts. When I got in the word of God for myself, I began to find liberty. When I quit taking on the advice of other people, and I was reading the scripture the way that they were reading the scripture, and not for myself. So I couldn't walk in liberty. But when I begin to read the scripture, I begin to know that God says, cast all your cares upon me, all your bags, everything that you got, everything that, 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 that has happened, everything that you're going through, cast them on me because I want to set you free. Man, I am telling you that the power of God and his word is so amazing to me that everything that I ever needed and everything that I ever wanted, and some of you are not going to get this and you're going to leave here bound and you're not going to free, be free. I experience freedom today. I don't care who don't like me. I don't care what you you say I don't care what you do because I walk in the freedom of God I know who I am today I know who he called me to be today he says in one Psalms 139 that I am fearfully wonderfully made that scripture used to be taught over and over again and I never understood it until I was almost 40 years old that I was fearfully and wonderfully made because I had a whole bunch of bags but not only did I have a whole bunch of bags 
I wore a whole bunch of masks. Because I needed you to think that I was okay. I had a religious mask that when I walked inside the church, I didn't need you to see my pain. I needed you to see that I love God with all my heart and that God has delivered me and set me free. All these things that we say and we really, it really hadn't happened yet. And you still, you go home, you get in your car and you say, man, I wish it would happen to me like it happened to Pastor Ken. He's up there preaching. I hear every word that he says. But I, when I get in the car, the whole devastation of doubt comes. The whole thing of fear comes. Rejection. Every bag that I carried inside with me, I carried it back out with me. And they're praying and laying hands on us and I'm still not free. But see, I didn't want you to know that so guess what I put on my mask I didn't want you to know that so I put on my mask I wore my mask every Sunday it was my religious mask man I'm a minister this is what I'm supposed to do this is how I'm supposed to act I'm supposed to know that there's nothing wrong with me and that everything is okay I wore my religious mask and I would praise just like everybody else. I would worship just like everybody else. But in the back of my mind was this doubt. But in the back of my mind, there was this fear. In the back of my mind, I was hopeless. And I had been doing this a long time. Wearing a spiritual mask, religious mask. Because religion says, don't tell folks you see. Don't tell them you're broken. Jesus take care of it all. And so I, I came to believe that once I gave my life to him, <laughs> that he had took care of it all. And not only that, because I'm a black woman, I wore a strong independent mask that nothing got to me. That I could do everything that everybody else do. That I wasn't broken that I was fixed, that I handled all the problems that I needed to handle, and I didn't need any help. And when people saw me, they'd always say, you're so strong. You got it together. And they didn't even know it was a mask that came out of my bag of junk. Because my mask became my bags too, because these got exhausting. These got exhausting. These got exhausting, and not only that, and it, didn't, it ended up falling apart anyways. I put on my mask as a good mom and a good wife. There's no problems in my home. My marriage is good. I'm happy. I'm not struggling. Those are the masks that I wore. And the enemy made me believe. Not even the enemy, but everything that I taught was taught. That this is who I was. I had wore these so long and carried this bag so long <laughs> that I had no clue who I was. I didn't know how to love me. I didn't know how to appreciate, approve of me, and accept me. I didn't even know. I, did, I didn't know, and I had been living for God for a long time. So I'm not just talking to the people that are not saved. I'm talking to us that are in here saved. And you walk in here with the same bag that I walk in here with, wearing the same ass, and still have no hope for God that gave up his life for us. He gave up his life so that we can be free. He gave up his life for we can be free. That's a scripture. I'm a, Isaiah, no, Luke 4 and, and 18. Uh, oh, my. The Spirit of the Lord is upon me because he's anointed me to preach gospel to the poor. Any poor people in here today? 
I'm not talking about pulling your bank statement or pulling your bank account. I'm talking about pulling your spirit. You're broken and you're... Oh. Any brokenhearted people in here? And you faking it like your heart ain't broke? That something in your life has happened and you still ain't telling anybody my heart is broke? I get up every morning. I get the kids ready for school. I go off to work. I show up for church. And I still got a broken heart. Let me tell you something today. God can fix your broken heart. We've been saved so long that we've been faking it. We've been faking it. I'm not telling you that your anointing is not real. I'm not telling you your power is not real. I'm, talking about, I'm not telling you that your love for God is not real. I'm telling you that your love for yourself. <laughs> the love that you have for yourself, the love that you don't have for yourself, has limited you to feeling the real great love of God for you. And see, I walk in freedom today because I was finally able to experience the real love of God because I started to look at his word for what it is. And he loves me. He doesn't want me to suffer. He does not. He doesn't want me to be poor. He doesn't want me to be a brokenhearted. Put that scripture back up there for me. He has sent me to heal the brokenhearted, to proclaim liberty to the captives. I was a captive for a long time. I was a captive to my own thoughts. I was a captive to your thoughts about me, your opinion about me. I was a captive for a long time. I was a captive to my own sin. I was a captive to my own anger. I was a captive to my own fears. I was a captive. He says that to proclaim liberty to captives and recovery of sight to the blind. I was blind to who God really was in my life. I was blind to who God really was in my life and to set at liberty those who are oppressed. Let me tell you about the oppression. <laughs> it says unjust treatment under the control of somebody else. I need you to understand that the people that you are under control are no longer in your life. Their words are still in your mind. And they keep you oppressed. Not by what they're doing, but what they've already done in time past. And we still hold on to it. And we are oppressed. God says that he came to set us free. That you don't have to leave this place today with what you have been carrying for all these years. Trust God for who he is. Let me get through these scriptures really quick. Galatians 5 and 8, he says, because I've come to set you free. It says, stand fast therefore in the liberty why, by which Christ has made us free. And it, there's another version that says, this is why he came. He came to set us free. But we've allowed the world around us. He came to set us free. And I've been walking through the doors of the church in bondage for years. And I gave my life to him a long time ago. He says, but I came to set you free. <laughs> Y'all thought it was just sin. You thought it was just sickness and disease. No, it's those thoughts that keep you up at night. It's those thoughts that keep you from loving yourself like God has loved you. It's those thoughts. It's those thoughts where people have said that you were not good enough, that you were a failure. Those thoughts. He didn't just come to set you free from sin and sickness. He came to set you free from things that will not let you go to sleep at night. Things that will not let you apply for the job. Things that will not allow you to approach people. Things that will not let you move in the spirit like God has called you to move. To walk in the anointing that he's called you to walk in. Those are the things that he come to set you free from. 
I'm telling y'all these scriptures are, are, are for the believer and for the non-believer alike. But it says 2 Corinthians 3 and 17. Now the Lord is the spirit. And where the spirit of the Lord is, there is liberty. I've been robbed of my gift. I've been robbed of my gift. Where the spirit of the Lord is, there is liberty. And the spirit of God is supposed to live in me. That's what they've been telling me for all these years. And I have not been walking in liberty. I've been robbed of my gift. I've been robbed of my gift. <laughs> I'm supposed to be walking in freedom. And so I will slide up the stairs and I will sit in that seat and and. and, and do y'all know that God showed me this even before this has happened? I was sitting up there on the same day, Pastor, doing worship. I asked God last night, God, you got to show me when you show me that vision about me preaching the message here. Because I was sitting up there and I was broken and I was sad and all I wanted to do was worship. Because God, I needed you. I don't need these people. I don't care anything about these people because I've served and worked for these people for a long time. And now I'm broke. I'm broke. I'm a broken minister. I'm a broken servant of God. And can't nobody see it because they keep pulling at me and they keep pulling on me because they think I still got something else to give. But I did because the only day I wore my religious mask. And if you wanted me to, I'll do it. And so I stood up there and doing praise and worship. God showed me, me speaking. And I was getting ready to go. I had to take my kids to see their, see their dad. And my son kept nudging me. And he said, Mama, you ready? And I was like, not yet. And I was like, we're about to go right now. And the Holy Spirit said, sit down. I have something to tell you. Don't go just yet. I have something to tell you. He knew nothing about me. No one knew that I was here. Because I was sitting in the very back up there in the balcony, probably where I'll go see that next Sunday. Just saying. <laughs> Don't bother me. <laughs> and God called me out. Isaiah 43 and 1. That's my scripture, y'all. I got two scriptures that I live by. Jeremiah 29 and 11, Isaiah 43 and 1. But now, this is what the Lord says. He who created you, O Jacob, who formed you, O Israel, do not fear, for I have redeemed you. I have summoned you by name. And so I knew. See, I don't, I didn't, hey, I. I don't need you to speak into my life. I'd have had enough prophets lying in my life. I don't need you to prophesy to me. I don't need that. So I stood away from that. So God had to show me, Ivy, this is me. First of all, I'm going to have him call you by name. And then not only did he call me by name, when I got closer, he called me Miss Ivy. That's what all my clients call me is Miss Ivy. Okay, I said, okay, God, I'm listening. And when I got down here, he says, God knows you by name. That is my scripture. And Tasha Cobb's song, he knows my name. Those, that's my song. And I said, okay, God, I'm listening. And he began to speak truth into my life. You know how much truth he spoke into my life? That when that was over, a lot of times I don't understand prophecy. I don't understand how God is going to do it. But he said something about Dave Ramsey. I know a little bit about Dave Ramsey. I've heard, seen him on TV, and I've read a book or two about him, half of a book. <laughs> really wasn't interested in what he was talking about. But God always wants to impart wisdom into our lives before he gets ready to do something big. So after that, since then, not too long ago, I enrolled into um, University of Financial Peace by Dave Ramsey. Because if God is going to do it, I'm going to position myself to receive it. 
John 8, 36, I need to tell you, I just, I don't, I'm not trying to set you free because there's nothing that I can do to set you free. You've got to take this word and apply it to your life, and you've got to run out to your freedom. It's sad that we've been in the church all this time, and we've been bound up, and we've been captives. I'm not talking about you. I'm talking about me, for real. I'm talking about me because that's how I was. You know why God wants us to be free? Galatians 5 and 13 says this. For you, brethren, have been called to liberty. Only do not use liberty as an opportunity for the flesh, but through love serve one another. That's why he called us to be free. It's so that we can serve one another. I can't serve you, truly serve you, when I'm pulling on you to approve and validate me. I can't truly serve you when I'm pulling on you for expectations that you cannot give me because I'm missing something on the inside of me. And in my serving, I believe that I am going to receive it by what you got to offer. He says, I don't need you to have that. I need you to have true liberty so you can truly do what I've called you to do. And when you walk away from it, you know you didn't do it for them. You did it for me. For a long time, I had to realize that I was only a planner. I wanted to be the planner, the waterer, and the person that bring the increase in the field that I brought, in the field that I do. I was like, God, you got, I want to see them grow. Come on, grow, grow. And when they start falling off, because I am a person of approval and validation, it was my fault. He says, if you're going to do this, you're going to have to learn that the only thing that you're able to do in this is plan. I'll send someone to water it, and I'm the only one that can bring the increase. We have all been waiting for God to do something in our lives, and God says, I've just been waiting for you to get free so that you can receive it and you can operate in it, and it does not have to look like anybody else's. It doesn't have to sound like anybody else's. It doesn't have to, it doesn't have to because you know what? I'm free today. But some of us are going to leave here, and you're going to come in, you're going to leave out, you're going to make sure this happens because you ain't comfortable enough to leave it behind. Because if you leave it behind, you don't know who you'll be. So you're going to make sure that you get your bag and your mask so you can start all over in the morning. You're going to make sure you get this because if you leave this here, you don't know who you are. You know why? Because we can trust God for a new car. And we can trust God for checks in the mail. But we can't trust God to make us new. We can't trust God with that. We can't trust God with what we thought was our identity. So we go from person to person, relationship to relationship, job to job, looking for validation for who we think that we are. He says, trust me with your bags and your mask, and I promise you I will set you free. Standing up all over this building. God is bigger. I'm about, to, I'm about to send shock waves. God is bigger than what you have allowed him to be. God is bigger than what you have allowed him to be. He can do greater than what you have allowed him to do. Just imagine if you learn to love you the way he loves you. 
Just imagine if you'll grab a hold of what he wants for you. Truly grab a hold of it. It's not insomnia, I hear him say. He said it's bondage. Some of us are having a hard time going to sleep at night. He says that's, what the, that's the sound of captivity. Those who are restless and exhausted. That's the heaviness of that mask and that bag that you've been carrying for a long time. You know what? It's okay because God already knew it. He knew that you were carrying it. But God is a gentleman. And he's not going to force anything away from us. It's a security blanket. It's my security blanket. And he knows if he rips it away from you rapidly, that it'll send you in a downward spiral. So with love, he's beckoning you. Give it to me. Cast all your cares with me. He says, those who are heavy burdened, heavy laden, I want to give you rest. I want to give you rest. Today I promise you that God loves everything about you, even your bags and your masks. But he wants you to cast them on him so you can live the life of liberty that he set up for you a long time ago. Your purpose, what you've been asking God for, the answer to your prayers are wrapped up in your freedom. If he gave it to you now, you could enjoy it. If he gave that to you now, you couldn't enjoy it. Because you'll second guess everything. You'll second guess it all. You'll second guess it. And when he gives it to you, you'll say, I'm not worthy of that. So you'll walk away from it. Because your freedom will not allow you to enjoy what God has set up for you. Your captivity will not let, I thank God for his freedom today. As I pray in Pastor Kenneth's comment. Heavenly gracious Father, I thank you, Father, right now in this moment for your people. I thank you, Father, that your gift to us is liberty. It is freedom. It is hope, God. That you, Father God, want to set us free, Father, from the things that have been running our lives for a long time, Father. Lord God, we know that your love is undeniable. Your presence is undeniable. Lord, your anointing is undeniable. It's undeniable. But what so also is undeniable, God, that I'm broken. And my bags and my mask that I've been carrying a long time, and that is what you want for me. So today, God, I pray for courage for us, God, to begin to release these things to you. We release every hurt. We release every pain. Lord, we release every role that we thought we had to play. We release our validation and approval to you, God, that you will move on us today. And every time we go to pick up that bag, that you will remind us, "Uh uh-uh, that's mine. Every time, God, that we feel empty without our bags and, and, and 
our mask and we feel exposed and vulnerable. Lord God, that you will remind us that that's yours. I thank you for freedom today. All over this building, God, I thank you for freedom. That we do not have to be kept in captive captivity, God. We don't have to be oppressed. We can walk in your freedom that you sent your son to give to us. Thank you for doing it, God. Thank you for doing it. Amen. This has been a presentation of Word Alive International Outreach, 122 Allendale Road, Oxford, Alabama. Reach us by phone at 256-831-5280 or at our website, wordalive.org. This has been a production of Word Alive Creative Arts.